Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's one-shot movie review for Army of the Dead. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am your geek. I am a. I'm your. I'm your geek culture philosopher. We are geek culture philosophers, and I'm here with my co-host Adam June Tetteris. That's right. I just it just felt right because you know what's 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 going on right now. Yeah, it was going to be May. Uh-huh. May the fourth be with you. Uh huh. Now Adam June Tetteris. Yeah, it's June. It's June. Uh, controversial uh, Adam Juneteenth Tetteris not happening. Oh, probably. I mean, <laughs> aka I Adam Juneteenth. I don't think that name belongs to me, but I do celebrate every day like it's Juneteenth. So I I think. Oh, I'll take it if you, if you'll have me. But uh, yeah, June. That's what's happening. That's that's where we're at right now in pandemic. The thing that's happening is just time itself. That's what's happening right now. It's right, June. Right, right. It's uh, it's, it's usually you know the time for summer blockbusters. It's usually the time for it, it, we're ramping up. Excite. We're ramping up, and we're a- ramping up. AMC is ramping up <laughs> quickly. Because did you hear this? AMC says you can come back into the theater. If uh, you are fully vaxxed and you got that two weeks, or alternatively, if you were a liar, uh, those two things, you could be unmasked. I mean, <laughs> or both a full-fledged, full-scale lying through your teeth. Yeah, but you, that means the movies is back. I know that uh, uh, we got a couple of movies coming out that I'm very excited for you and I to talk about. F9 mm-hmm. has been has been my moving target, fast-moving target. F9, the Ooh. fast saga is is coming very soon i'm very excited to talk about that finally whenever that drops and when does that drop i should have paid attention to this i don't know man we're catching up you and i we we, there are a lot of movies that we we need to talk about and uh i think this is this is certainly one so i'm very excited that we get to spend time together you and i octavius and talk about your favorite my favorite Zack Snyder. I couldn't even. You pretend. should see the look on my face. <laughs> look on my face. <laughs> Looking into the to the to the Zoom screen at Adam. Your favorite and my favorite. Do you like, see the tear right? the tears running down my face as I was saying? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hold it together, Adam. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You have a storied past with your man. Zachariah Snyder. I do. I do. It's a bad story. You have story. experiences, thoughts, and opinions. Mm-hmm. So before we get into those, because, oh, oh, we want to hear them. Mm-hmm. We want you to lay them all out. All right? Let's get into what we're talking about today. Internet, we have a thing that we try to do to honor the listeners of our podcast. Yeah. And that is call out the fact that we finna spoil this movie. Yes. Army of the Dead, 2021, two hours and 28 minutes action crime horror oh, so, movie. It's so long. It's, that's <laughs> a lot of movie. <laughs> Directed by Zachariah Snyder, a.k.a. Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Writer, writer Zack Snyder, story mm-hmm. by. Yep. Zack Snyder, screenplay by. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. There's and two more credits. You see, he he Go also ahead. did Go the ahead. cinematography. Uh, he he was holding. He was he was he was swinging the camera around. Yeah, and we're going to have to talk about that as well. Z- Zach Snyder. This this was by no means a a, uh, a one man job. A lot of people worked on this film, but this is a Zach Snyder. This is as Zach Snyder as Zach Snyder gets. Would you believe it? It's uh you know he was really in control of this one, for better or for so, worse. For better, for worse. And listen, it's internet, for worse. It was for we worse. are going to spoil this movie. Yeah. If you have not logged on to Netflix and watched Army of the Dead, this is your chance now to pause this podcast, go utilize your subscription or go get you one and watch all two hours and 28 minutes of Adam's favorite movie of the year. 
<laughs> okay. Now is your chance to go ahead and get into it and get everything that Zachariah has for you. Mm-hmm. Because after this, after we after we blow this spoiler wall up, yeah. after we jump over it, after we, you know, blow it up with dynamite, yes. after we whatever we do, it's your fault. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. You have been warned. Yeah, and let's look. We used to do this a lot more when we were doing more episodes and want more one shots. Uh, this spoiler wall to keep this thematic. Uh, today's spoiler wall was built by cargo containers, cargo crates. Correct. All right. So uh, correct. This is you know what we're getting into is basically a spoiler quarantine zone mm-hmm. uh, inside of mm, a, a spoiler a, zone. That's right. A destroyed Las Vegas is where we will be having this conversation. But surrounding that is. Cargo containers built into a wall. I think there's supposed to be an analogy there for something. And um, at the the episode now here's I just got word about this. I don't know if you 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 saw this message. We both got an email from the president of the United States. He says mm. he, he finna nuke this podcast. Uh, in an, oh. in an hour and something something. So we you know we have yeah, to have some. this conversation and then. Uh, the podcast is going to get nuked and, you know, right. we got to get in and get out with right. how much money? $500 million or whatever. Some, something like that. I That's don't right. Know. So internet, army of the dead, mm-hmm. you're being warned. Three, two, one. It's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're still here, it's because you want to be here. You've either seen the movie or don't care. You are, you have been warned. We're about to spoil this movie. That's now. Right. Yeah. Adam, you watch this in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that correct? You I'm, didn't take the trip to some some far off land to see it in theaters. Was it possible? Actually, let me ask you that. Was it possible it, to see this movie in? Theaters? It was in theaters. I don't think it was in Philly, but it was in theaters in other places. Okay, yes. yeah, I did watch this in the privacy of my own home with some friends. I don't uh, consume Zack Snyder content in public anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but you, you the same? Did you you watch this on Netflix? I did watch it on Netflix. Yes, I did. Cool. Now, we'll have to talk about that at some point in time, if not now, which is this past year, 15 months, give or take, has seen a rise in, obviously, home viewing of these these massive blockbusters, these big, expensive action films that are wonderful in theaters most times because you get the spectacle, right? You get the the huge screen. You get the loud uh, uh, Dolby surround sound. You, yes. You, it's the the yes. entire environment. The, your feet to get the stick to the floor. That's right. You get the stick you know? to the floor. That's what I like That's to do. That's a part of the experience. I like to, this, this past year, I learned to adapt my home into a theater experience by putting, okay. I put some butter on the floor. You just and, poured pour yeah. soda on the ground, yeah. didn't wipe it up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fired my next door neighbor and I said, you want to keep this job? You got to clean my floor. And he says, I don't even work for you, mister. Uh, so that was the whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I stood in my kitchen and I asked for bagel bites or pizza right. bites or uh, pretzel bites. Wait, bite something. Nachos. Yeah. Some sort of some sort of a biting mechanism was a part of what was going on. But I'm, you know, what I'm trying to establish here is I'm trying to create the the theater experience because I will say this right out the gate: this movie would benefit from the theater experience, and very much would benefit from the theater experience. And uh, I think that'll factor in to how we discuss this. We haven't really gone into movies so much. Do we? T- we talked about Wonder Woman eighty four, didn't we? 
We, we did. We did. We did. And we, uh, Another at-home experience. Yeah. And so, you know, these kinds of movies, there's an effect, the thrill of, you know, just being in the theater and being immersed in that experience as opposed to being at home. I know this has been picked over as a conversation time and time again, being at home and being surrounded by obligations and chores and distractions, your dog, your kids, your spouse, your friends. So um, for our conversation, I just want to say that. I don't think I think it's suboptimal viewing for a movie like this, mm-hmm. and I'm, I just I want to say that I want to name that. That's all. I agree with that. In the process of watching this movie, I definitely was like, "Man, I wish I was in the theater watching this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like exactly the kind of summer popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah, that you want to be in the theater with a bunch of people and not have your life threatened. <laughs> From being there. Oh, Important. Oh, you're not talking about being at the Riverview. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, RIP to Riverview. Yeah. Pour one out. We love you. We do. We miss you. Uh-huh. Want to talk about, uh, you know, Philly deep cut conversation real quick. 60 second shot clock. You want to have a sad experience? Drive past the Riverview and see it look like, no. you know, a corpse. No, I refuse. The Riverview is a movie theater that we've been going through since we was uh, youths, yeah. youngins. Yeah. Army and of the Dead. Gone. Maybe Army of the Dead too should take place inside of the desiccated vessel that is the Riverview Movie Theater. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's get into this movie. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is the movie we're going to be talking about. Army of the Dead. This is what it's saying on IMDb. Following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble venturing into the quarantine zone Mm -hmm. to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Take that Ocean's 11, 12, 13, 92. Exactly. Every heist movie ever. This is the greatest greatest heist ever attempted. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, That is the movie. And that's, that's the whole dang plot. Uh, I think it should be said that this, this is one of those paper thin plots where it really don't matter what the story is it's just what's happening on screen at the time it's the cast it's the spectacle the explosions the writing the gore so on so on so on this is not a plot heavy film would you agree i would agree yeah Mm -hmm. i would agree this is not a plot heavy film the movie is what it is and with that being said why don't we do what we normally do which is talk about gut reactions Mm -hmm. normally this is what happens when you go to the movies you step out if you go with friends, what normally happens is that that area right outside the door, so you're not blocking the door. Maybe somebody goes to the bathroom. Maybe you know you're drinking your last bit of your soda. You throw your trash away, and you kind of you kind of congregate, yeah, and talk amongst yourselves, and kind of look around and go. So what'd you think? You know, mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's the gut reaction. You're fresh out the theater. If you can call back that moment, maybe you were in your living room. Yeah. Your bathroom, your kitchen. Maybe you took, I don't know, took a walk. What was the gut reaction after watching Army of the Dead? Gut reaction. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. That was my gut reaction. I didn't hate that, but I didn't like it. So that's okay. I'm 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 finding myself nestled in between those <laughs> feelings, mm-hmm. right? And then exploring mm-hmm. that. That's what we're going to explore together. That's that's where I come at it. What about you? What's your gut reaction? I left that movie, uh, aka my chair, after <laughs> watching it, <laughs> and I was like, pretty good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
I was, uh, you know, with that tone, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that to be that good. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed myself. That was a good time, air quote, at the movies. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. I got up off my couch and I said, I want to see the manager now. <laughs> Who's in charge? I said, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, I think that's. I think you and I are going to find a lot of things that we agree upon that uh, uh, that we enjoyed, and uh, we are definitely going to delve into me being too picky and complaining about Zack Snyder, <laughs> Zack Snyder's whole oeuvre. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we may as well just get into it. Where do we want to? Now begin? let me ask you a question. Yeah, please. B- before we dig in, uh-huh. what Adam? What is your relationship with horror movies? Mm, number one, great question. And two, what is your relationship with zombie stories, movies? What's what? Talk about that a little bit before we dive into that to give some context to who we are and how we're approaching this movie. Yes, I love horror movies. I'm a big fan of horror movies. I think horror movies, at a certain point in my life, I was obsessed i can say i was obsessed with horror movies i went to horror movie conventions i Mm -hmm. i had a list of i need to find where i can obtain a physical copy this is pre you know download time everything's just online everything's digital i would go to these conventions and i would look for stuff i had a list you know i had a bounty like i I Gotcha. gotta find somebody who's got the this cut of the Toxic Avenger, and, which is not a horror oh. movie per se, but you know, it, if trauma movies kind of fit the bill. Um, May I say something? Please. Again, this is something that people who've been listening to Kung Fu Junto for a long time will not be surprised to hear me say. Mm. Who was watching me <laughs> at that age? Because how am I watching? How am I watching Toxic Avenger? Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, I know. how is that happening? Yeah. I have no idea. Trauma movies like that. By the way, I have, a, I have a good one to recommend to you. If you have any fondness whatsoever for movies like Toxic Avenger, I highly encourage you to check out Psycho Goreman. It came out in 2020, <laughs> maybe this year. Okay. Uh, it is a new movie. Uh, Psycho okay. Goreman s- feels like it was made by the same people who made Toxic Avenger. But the twist on the movie, folks, if you want to watch this, the twist is it is a it, it purports to be a children's movie, a kids movie. Kind of like a PG? Yeah, you remember you remember that movies when we were kids where it was like um Little Monsters, Fred Savage, Howie Mandel. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's it's like Little Monsters or Goonies meets Toxic Avenger. And so okay. it is a kids movie except for the insane gore that's in the film. But other, other than that, and I know it sounds ridiculous when I say it's a kid's movie. Other than that, they really go out of their way the, to play into the tropes of like kids going on an adventure with this magical being. It just so happens that the magical being is like uh, a demon spawn from hell or outer space who is here to enslave the human planet. But uh, they find the ability to control him and just you know play dodgeball with him. It is so fun. And it reminds me of movies that we grew up with that you would watch and be like, who, who let me, who allowed this? <laughs> right. Psycho Gorman is, it is such an, happen? it is an amazing return to that kind of nostalgia. I think you will appreciate it too. Okay. Put yeah. it on the list. Anyway. So 
but as yeah, I was your saying, relationship with horror and, I, and zombie. Yes, and, uh, at a certain point in my life, I was truly capital O obsessed with horror movies and slasher stuff, and uh, you know all that stuff was very big for me. And I still hold a lot of love for the that genre. Love zombie movies. I uh, originally enjoyed Zack Snyder's first feature film, which was a remake of Army of the Dead or Army of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I love Romero. You know, it, you know, he's just one of the gods of of the genre and in the, the the social critique that that came with or social I, I should say analysis that came with zombie movies from Romero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I you know I had so much respect and I had so much fun with them. So um these days I still love horror, but I don't seek it out in the same way. I'm not as wild about it. Um I right. do love heist movies to draw in another uh, genre mm-hmm. which this movie mm-hmm. is and so the the thing that i love immediately off the top is this movie is something that i i deeply enjoy which is an unlikely pairing of genres it is a heist movie your oceans 11 inside of uh a, a zombie flick your dawn of the dead day of the dead zombie land mm-hmm. what have you mm-hmm. immediately fun like just the premise as soon as you say these two things it's like the the contrast is what attracts me because it's nonsense. And I, I enjoy yes. that. I really enjoy yes. that. There's a lot of fun to be had inside of, of wherever the, that overlap is. So that's, that's where I'm at yeah. with these genres. Big fan of these genres independently. Um, I could list many, many, many influences that are clear in this film that I just have so much love for. So that's, you know, th- that I'm prime. As a, right. as a viewer to enjoy this experience. So what about you? Do you like horror movies? I, I believe you do. I do like horror movies. I have grown to like horror movies and have a, and a better relationship with horror movies in my adulthood than my childhood. Mm. Because in the narrative that I've shared with you, like, hey, who was watching me? How was I watching this stuff? I think my introduction, like there's this saying, do not awaken love before it's time. Oh, you know, I don't uh-huh. know if you've heard that terminology before of like, you know, kind of like don't don't present something until you're ready to handle it. Got it. You know, yeah. until you have the maturity or the responsibility of filling the blank. It wasn't love, but I think it was like the horror genre. Mm. I think I was introduced to it way too early. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was just pure terror. I was like, I hate this stuff. I don't want to watch. Like, I'm talking little kid octave. What, what, what makes sense? Like, you're a child. Like, you should like. Freddy Krueger. No, I'm terrified of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but in my adult, like I have this fond memory of in Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know if it was Johnny Depp or who it was, like kind of being dragged all over the ceiling. Yeah. And just like being cut open. And I was like, again, who is watching me? Yeah. <laughs> like, how am I? I don't, and I didn't go rent it. I didn't buy it. Like, how am I watching this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so obviously, like too early. But now, I really, really like good horror movies. And I've kind of grown to appreciate the genre of horror movies in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can connect it to this, The Walking Dead really did a lot for me as far as zombies are concerned. Are we talking you the comic or the TV show? The TV show first, then the comic really expanded to be able to go, oh, like we are The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. That whole concept of the, of zombies and the whole concept of like, it's not about <laughs> this is how I remember explaining the walking dead. It's like, it's, you have a choice between bad, bad choice and terrible choice. Yeah. Horrible choice and ghastly choice. 
there are no good choices you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's the thing about reading the walking dead it's like there are no good choices there's no good options and it's like the epitome of who are you when the shit hits the fan now who are you anybody can be a good guy or a great guy or a kind person or this that and the other thing when everything's all good everything's honky-dory everything's cool you got money in your pocket everything's all good everything's straight everything's cool but when everything goes bad who are you then Mm -hmm. and that is my relationship with that concept when it comes to zombies i love that Mm -hmm. and i also love that about horror too now i want to introduce something else that to kind of get us back into army of the dead the thing that really rose to the top for me is this almost felt 90s action movie-esque hmm walk me through that what 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 is a 90s action movie what are the what are the uh staples of that experience that you were reminded of big strong muscle-bound main character guy Uh uh-huh so you know your schwarzenegger in this case is being played by uh batista schwarzenegger stallone van damme yeah uh-huh. Willis, Wesley Snipes, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, insert, like e- even before our time, Charles Bronson, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, that that guy, that character, we have problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need you for one last job. I said I wouldn't do this again, like that kind of thing, you right. know? And then foolishness ensues. Yeah. And I think and you, you the, went on to say the the band of misfits. So you have a right. team. The team comes together and everybody has a role and they all have strong personalities. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. You got this guy. You got. And so when we get into the movie, this is the part where in the beginning of the movie, the whole intro, the slow motion and the bullet time and telling this whole story of how we got here through that mechanism i was like this is dope Mm -hmm. like if this was i i love this like i i mean seeing that woman and seeing everybody change and seeing what's happening and kind of getting a grasp of the stakes and who is who and what people's relationship is with other people yeah and you know what people have lost what people have given up what 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 is everything this introduction to this world and kind of like the kind of movie it is, kind of the bombastic over the topness of it all is all introduced to you through this kind of like very obvious needle drop <laughs> song. That, you know is, what I'm saying? You know, that is peak Zack Snyder. He, Zack Snyder, he does that shit. Watch any of his movies. It's always the needle drops, right? He just plays that. And the thing that gets me about his filmmaking, he, I'm already getting loud. Let me just apologize. <laughs> Let me not get loud. People think I'm angry when I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, <laughs> the thing that gets me about Zack Snyder's needle drops, Octavius, he never edits the song down for time. It's the whole oh, no. song. It ain't about that. It's all four minutes and 36 seconds. We get but it. But he used bro. it well for this one. He used it well for this one. I'll, Would you not I'll, say? Do you not agree? I'll, I'll say this, that uh, in fact... The opening montage in which we see everything going to shit and people surviving and the the band forming together and we lose some folks and some people escape. That was my favorite part of the movie. 
I really enjoyed it because I love that about zombie movies in particular, disaster movies in particular, high stakes. It's just built in. I I immediately understand, oh, the undead? You have to get out of there. I want to see what people are made of. I want to see people's strength come through. I want to feel resonant fear in seeing people who who don't know what to do. They're overwhelmed by by survival. Those things make me love the genre for sure. And so that opening montage, very gory, very fun, really wild. It's colorful and vibrant. I really, it was almost like a video game. Very, very like video a video game. game intro where he's got the people standing there with their weapon. Yes, kind of like just like it's it's just like the tropes of a video game. Like here's the guy with the buzzsaw. Yes, here's the guy. Here's the helicopter person. Here's the geek. Yeah. who's the 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 code cracker? And I was just like, I am in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. And you totally set it up for me and go, hey. This is the kind of movie that you're about to watch. And that's what I mean by the 90s movies. Because in the, in the 90s movies, like, I I think because of all the time away from people, I've been feeling nostalgic. I, I put on Best of the Best the other day. I don't know if you know what that movie is, that mm-hmm. old kind of like karate tournament okay. movie. Yeah. Just like random white dudes, one random Asian guy named Lee. I was like, of course his <laughs> name is Lee. Oh, man. Every you know, time, Mr. Every, Lee, yes, you know, like the every, every martial arts Lee. movie we grew up with, it was white guys <laughs> mastering the art, and then yeah. you know their one pal who does not, uh, uh, he he doesn't end up being the champion. He's just like you know the friend oh, no. to to, no, 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 to no, help no. with some some authenticity. Just so that one white guy, Chuck Norris, it would say, "Oh, I I know Asian people. I have friends." Lee, <laughs> yo, you mean Lee? <laughs> yeah. God. Right. But the point is, it's kind of just like... We're terrible, white you, people. This is for white people. We're, we're terrible. We gotta go, go, clean, off, go we, off, King. We got to clean it up, okay? <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That was from 80-something, so, you know, uh, whatever. But the point is, those movies, you kind of just go, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, I don't... I don't need, and and that's what I'm saying. The beginning of the movie goes, hey, I'm letting you know now. I just gave you three, four minutes. Mm -hmm. This is the movie, guys. (laughs) This is it. Like, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You see how ridiculous it is? You see this long, crazy slow motion? That's what it is. And that's what a lot of them 90s movies did. It's just like, yep, karate. This is a whole hour and a half movie about a karate tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Strap in. I yeah, you know, I will I will roll it back some. The opening scenes in Army of the Dead uh are the explanation of the event that caused something to get out and the zombification, the disaster zone that is Las Vegas. And then we get that very cool 90s action movie at right, right, right. right. The opening scenes there are two things happening. Uh that are contrasting. They, they fight against one another. Uh, on one hand, they get to the plot so quick. And I appreciate that because the plot yes. is, like I said, paper thin. We don't need mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time on justifying the, the hows and the whys. Right. Zombie movie. Got it. Heist. Got it. Z- Z- zombie in box. Box opens up. Zombie bites people. People now turn into horde. Yes. So the, thank you. Thank you for introduction. I got it. So I appreciate how quickly we get to setting up the stakes of the movie because we don't need to explain too much of it. We're already bought in. The, these are genres we're very familiar with. On the on the flip side, contrasting that, 
the opening scenes of the new newlywed couple driving and like getting frisky in the car and then the military mm-hmm. and they're having this talk about what do you think's mm-hmm. in the back? Could it be right. this? And we as audience members know, okay, zombie stuff. Like it's, it's a zombie, play. Yes. So for me, it we somehow managed to get to the plot very quickly and also took way too long in that beginning because the drive down the stretch hmm. from Vegas that that John went on for a very long time it was like 15 minute intro we know though we i know we i don't need to belabor this especially when we have dumb soldiers have that accident yeah. <laughs> all right don't get frisky in the car even if it's your wedding night folks because the zombification of the world is on you and uh uh, it, we have these dumb soldiers who are like, uh, the, the, the confidential truck busted up. What should we do? And then the woman on the other line is like, is the door open? And then the door just kind of opens and he goes, oh yeah, the door is open. <laughs> yes. what, what should we do? And she's get like, the get, hell out of there. get out of there. Here's what I'm saying, Octavius. Well, what are the soldiers there for then? Why do they have guns if they're supposed to run away? Adam, they the weren't door. supposed to know. They Dry. weren't supposed to know. Yeah, well, the secret's out. Adam, in it. I have a DeLorean. I have a DeLorean. I have a, I have a magical telephone booth. Mm-hmm. And while you were talking, I just went back in time and got young Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay? And young Adam is here with me, and he wants to talk to you. Yeah. Wait, no. Oh, no, he wants me to... Oh, he wants me to tell you this. He says... Oh, he says, old man Adam. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well, now he's gotten back in the delorean and he's gone now all right well, well hold on before he like goes ch- channel channel young adam <laughs> tell, channel, tell him channel tell him that uh uh he wore braces for too long he didn't need to have them on that extra year uh i look my thing is uh young adam young like, adam and old adam know this soldiers are okay. what they're disposable they're used correct they're used by the army so I'm I'm Correct. the I'm this lady in a safe area on the other side of the zone, and I'm like, soldier, close that door now, because you're not about to let that thing get out. You are going to do your job. Close the door, and instead, all these guys scatter and get mauled. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have an issue with it, except for the fact that the intro took so long in setting it up. Uh, we could have just gotten right to it, and I'm immediately having my bones to pick with Zack Snyder because he just, <laughs> indul- everything is, is so indulgent. He needs an editor. Was he the editor feel, on this film? Let's look, let's <laughs> edit yourself. I you're Adam. <laughs> Listen, let me think, can I just tell you something real quick? Yeah. Just, let me just tell you something. <laughs> There's a part of me that is really enjoying seeing you just not like Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, let me air. tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm this dude is sitting, he's like it's taking too long. <laughs> I was immediately annoyed, bro. You know, let me let me oh let me gosh. say it like this. You, you know, why is Batista's shoulders so big? Yeah, See, this movie no, sucks. I, I got no problem with the size of Batista's shoulder. Uh, you, you know, you got that one friend, and he's just like, man, he always does this. Every time I have him over, he's just loud. Yeah, or he just kind of makes yeah. a scene. And the moment yeah. he's with you, you kind of have an anticipation. I'm like, he's gonna. When's he gonna do it? And it's even. Mm-hmm. Even if he's being good, even if he's on his best, as soon as he starts sliding into it, I think you get a little moody. I'm, I'll use I statements. I get a little moody. I'm like, oh, okay, got it. Here we go with this whole, this whole thing that he always he always does this, and that's kind of the way that I'd take Snyder movies. Which is why I want to add when you ask for my gut reaction, I did not hate this movie. I, I obviously went into it with my arms crossed. 
Old Adam. <laughs> old Adam. Old Adam took the DeLorean man, back in time and killed Young Adam, right? He said, Young Adam, you need to form your palate. Yeah, he held a gun to his head and said, never get into these movies. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I went into it with my arms crossed, but I did have more fun than I expected to have. But uh, uh, it, cr- it crumbled very fast. And all of the goodwill that I gave it crumbled very, very quickly. So I, okay, I, so I did not hate it, but I really didn't like it either. So in the words of uh, Lando Calrissian, yeah. you don't like it, you don't agree with it, but you accept it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Lando is always right. Always right. right. So listen, <clears throat> Colt 45. <laughs> you you and I feel differently about this beginning. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. The montage we both like. So I'm like leaning. I'm just like totally melting into my seat at this point. Sure. I'm going, take me there. You're like, I knew we were going here. <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> you son of a sea cook. I knew you were going to take this here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where did where did it fall apart for you? Was it when Batista was cooking the little burgers? Because I'm going to tell you right now, them burgers were burnt. Okay. And them drones was far too small. And I was like, bro, you can't sit here and cook these burnt hockey pucks and try to sell them to me. All right. You mm-hmm. done killed all these zombies. You don't know how to make a burger. Mm-hmm. Come on, sir. Well, so there, where did this fall apart for you? There are the the two things that that constantly caused it to fall apart for me were were different. One was it reminded me of so many other movies. Um, so okay. just a, a you know, this movie is an amalgam of Ocean's Eleven, Dawn of the Dead, of course, Zombieland of course. because of the kind of peppy humor that comes into some of the scenes. In particular, mm-hmm. when they get down to the vault and they find out that they they make the zombie chase the like uh, microwave warm hand, and they right. see all the traps. You know, that's like a quirky kind mm-hmm. of funny that is not throughout the entire film, but it reminded me a lot of Zombieland. But maybe more than any other film that I've mentioned, the one that this one takes aim at as far as influence is aliens. This movie is aliens. Hmm. It is aliens to the T. There are lines from this movie that are just from aliens. You've got your, uh, I mean, in fact, um, uh, what's his name? Dave Bautista's daughter in the film. She's wearing a shirt that says like LVQC, which I swear mm-hmm. is a reference to aliens and the planet that they were on. LV, whatever. And um, uh, uh, you've got your action hero. You got people going into this situation thinking it's one thing, but it all falls apart. You got your mm-hmm, government mm-hmm. guy who you just know is going to betray you. You, and he, know, you know it. He closes the door behind them and locks it just like Paul Reiser does in Aliens. You got the person who uh, is the like tough Latina who takes Mm -hmm. out everybody just like in Aliens. You got the person Mm. who blows himself up to save people just like in Aliens. You got the scene Mm. where they run out expecting to see the helicopter to take them away and it's not there. And Ripley in Aliens is like... Bishop left us. And then the the you know the ship rises up and picks them up. Just like aliens, man. They did did the same thing. They come out on the rooftop and huh. Batista is like, she left us. And then the helicopter somehow making almost no noise at all. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like, fam, yeah. if this helicopter comes up out of nowhere, you definitely hear a helicopter. I can <laughs> listen, I can hear a car coming down the street. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then you had a it just magically shows up come right, on the, bro the one like, if you circled like, the block if you circled the block in a helicopter yes you can definitely hear you can hear it but for, you gotta for suspend reality because understood. you're in the middle of eating popcorn totally understood totally understood my feet are sticking to the floor i'm in it but uh you know, I think this was one thing that kept knocking me out of this is it reminded me of other movies. It was doing other scenes and other things other movies have done, but it wasn't doing them as well. Like in the heist area, we had the uh, uh, the lockpick guy who was entertaining. That, right. You know, I, he, right, right. He, he was entertaining. He was funny. I enjoyed that. But, um, you know, I think of Ocean's Eleven and how every character has a thing they have to do. They are the specialist yep. for, and then yep. we see yep. what happens when it goes to shit, and they've got to adapt on the fly. And so, exactly. this movie wears a lot of influences, but in my view, it doesn't do them nearly as well as the ones that it is pulling from. So okay. that was one thing where it's reminding me, basically, man, I want to watch Aliens. Let me just turn this off and watch Aliens. I didn't pick, it, I didn't pick any of that stuff out. Like, mm. was that coming to your mind in the movie it, almost as immediately you're it? well it, really? when they when they introduced the uh when they introduced the uh government character you know tough guy with shades who you can't trust yeah i i don't know why but I, immediately offhanded i said to timory i was like that's like that's paul riser from aliens he's gonna betray them everybody knows this um and uh that's probably when my brain just turned into that zone i was looking for those scenes you know and they did that you know everything you just said right Mm-hmm. I, fair let's say you're right mm-hmm. you know because like because some of the things you're saying i'm going oh man he's right yeah. but i don't knock it for that <laughs> because sure, it's like sure. nostalgic sure because so, it's like it, the re- that's probably why i liked it yeah everything because it that reminds you right some other stuff yeah is yeah. because it reminds me of something else that i like so that's where and because the- i I came in with the desire to have a good time. Right. I came in and when, you know, the smell of, you know, the the bagel bites in the microwave mm-hmm. and, you know, like the like the, 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 all of those things started to soothe me mm-hmm. and make me go, oh, man, I like this. And like the creative person in me is like. Steal like an artist. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see this. I didn't see the seams. Understood. Now that you point them out, I I get it. Nothing new under the sun. I understand. I don't have a problem with that. That is in element one gripe of several that that um, they mount. <laughs> oh for boy! Me. He's so, like, I, I got, I got. I'm just getting started. So the two other joints that really knock me out of it. One is wasted potential. Perfect example here. They set something up that I thought is so fun when they mention all of the dried out desiccated zombies yeah and then the one chick is she's like yeah when it rains you do not want to be here and i was like that is dope i am excited for the scene when they realize they're stuck in the middle of nowhere and then they see the rain coming back and they're like oh no I was so excited because I was thinking, I don't think I've seen that in a zombie movie. That's cool. What a cool idea. It's fruity and ridiculous, but perfect for this movie. I was hoping it didn't happen. And, Let me tell you why. And it Well, it did not, right? We can just say it right now. Yeah. That that scene does not happen. So I felt like they had dropped a very creative line. And in, in a couple of scenarios throughout the film, they, they would drop some creative ideas, but they didn't do anything with them. And that bothered me. You were about I was to hoping, say something. I'm, yeah, I was hoping that didn't happen because... I didn't want a screen full of CG. You're saying you know that's I mean? not what you got anyway? Of course, that's, well, what, that's I just, the movie. 
I mean, there was like, there's certain parts where I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I just didn't want a bunch of like skeletons like coming back together yeah. and like shambling around because I just figured that that would be a lot like mm-hmm. CG wise. Sure. Yeah. So I, in my mind, I was like, man, I hope they do that right. Cause I expected it to happen too. But I was like, I hope they spent a lot of money on that part of the movie. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, here's another example too. Um, the, the, that was an interesting idea that unfortunately we didn't get to see fleshed out you see what i did there i did yeah i seen that so we didn't get to see those hydrated zombies unfortunately similarly a very interesting concept in this movie different from others is zombie society you got the king you got the the queen you got them like (laughs) they're forming a society in the Mm -hmm. uh the olympus you know Mm -hmm. there's there's some sort of hierarchy here they have these rituals you got a zombie baby what how does that even work doc and so some of that stuff i was very invested in because it's different and i was i was let down that we didn't get to see more in that space because those were very fresh ideas, but we didn't get to really explore that. We, you know, we just get these little looks. And so for me, that felt like it's just kind of a waste. You drop this very creative, potent idea, but we don't explore it whatsoever. So ironically, the things that I'm left with are the stuff that reminds me of other movies. And then all the originality, we, well, we didn't really do anything with the original stuff. And that bummed me out. Now, let me say this. Yeah. In light of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have spoken a lot about what I enjoy and what was fun and I like this and I was into that. <clears throat> Here's the piece. I have a, I do have a piece. Yes. Okay. I got, I got a critique. Yeah. It's not that Zack Snyder s- sucks in totality. That's not what I'm, <laughs> that's not what I'm going to say, but I do have a critique. I kind of felt like there was another part of this movie mm-hmm. that didn't get fleshed out which is the why yeah like why is this happening you mean the heist or which which, which element was missing the purpose like the heist in and of itself yeah Mm -hmm. it's like I think I understand why this is happening because when I, you know, oh man, this is cool. Da, 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 da. You know, it's, you know, geek culture philosopher at a certain point, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, my brain activates and kind of goes, what's going on here? Like mm-hmm. what exactly, what's the deal with the money? Yeah. And I don't think they did the greatest job really fleshing out why they sent them there to do that in the first place. Sure. Yeah. Because, you know, because, because Scorpion underst- says so. Right. Yeah, I understand that. I forget who's the who's the Asian gentleman. What's his name? What do you remember his name? Um, um, uh, let me up, look up the actor's name. But he was well, in Mortal any, Kombat as well this year. Yeah, the guy the guy who played Scorpion. But I wanted to say his name. But any anyway, the, the understanding it to be. Hey, listen, I need this money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is five hundred million dollars to you? His name is Hiroyuki Sanada, and he right. his, his so, character's name was Bly Tanaka. Okay, yeah. so Mr. Tanaka's like, hey, man, I got the money. Yeah. I got mad money. Mm-hmm. If you go get this money, you can keep it? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Or at least... Like, you can keep half? Yeah, at least a part of it. No, so... I, off top, I was already like, nah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why would I send you to get the money and keep half the money? There's mm-hmm. something else going on here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what is that? Right. So I'm like, um, 
I, I was watching the movie with Ken and Ken's theory was, ooh, maybe it's kind of like a game because when we find out that multiple people have been sent before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe they're just kind of like betting on who's going to be the last one to survive or kind of thing like that. Maybe these are rich people kind of playing a game and just being like, hey, I got my money on the big guy or I got my money on the... You know, the the Latina woman, the guy with the chainsaw, that's what I got my money on. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe that's what it is. And then when I see that there's this, like, city or the civilization, I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that was cool. How does that work? And, like, what, what is all that about? Or where did these zombies even come from? So the thing about that is that they started explaining it. But then they stopped explaining it. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing for me that I was like, I wish you would have picked one thing and fleshed it out a little bit more. And ultimately, it was kind of like this one kind of throwaway line. Man, with this, now we can make a whole army of zombies. That's right. Yeah, and it was so like, oh, that's what it's about? That's I my, feel like we could have. That's my whole understanding come. here is, you know, uh, the Paul Reiser character was meant to tag along. So he could score the head of one of these smart zombies, which mm-hmm. they, the the United States Army or whomever, you know, whether he's an entrepreneur or if he's contracted with the, the United States Army, they're going to make these into army. Army of the Dead was not just the title of the movie, but it was the right. goal of, of, of Bly Tanaka that, you know, he wants to sell the, the rights or the ability to create soldiers from the dead. Because perfect soldier, right? right? It goes out as a living guy dies comes back and he's still capable of going out and like cool 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 so you know groovy you have your government guy who's got an ulterior motive i'll say you know what you're saying the why missing for me the the why missing was why is this happening in las vegas because for all intents and purposes they could have been stealing from a bank vault and part of the reason why i liked that opening montage is we saw the colors and the glitz and the casino and it's like yeah you got the zombie elvis impersonator of course you do you have the zombie right. showgirls of course you do all that stuff was very fun that's all of the time that we spent in vegas with vegas ideas because after that it was just rubble and we don't really do any of yeah. that fun Vegas stuff anymore. So I think the the most exciting stuff taking advantage of the environment was during that opening montage. But after that, you know, rubble in Las Vegas is rubble in Baltimore. I, I, it's just rubble. So I, I wish they would have taken advantage. The why, why are we doing it here of all places? I wish they would have. Maybe they took advantage of it because yeah. if you've ever been to Vegas, it is kind of in its own way already a quarantine zone. So... It's just detached from everything. It's it's in between nothing. I feel like the answer is is in is in what you said, which is Vegas is cool. Yeah, I really think that that's the answer. Yeah, like it's yeah. a cool it's setting. Cool. It's a cool location. Right. And I'm like, I buy it. Like I, that's fine. But, but like as I was, and I just wanted to wrap up the thought that I was saying is like, I wish that they had picked one mm-hmm. thing. And flesh it out a little bit more. Right. And that one thing being like, hey, we're going to turn these things into an army. Mm -hmm. And I think because it was so bombastic and it was so big and so splody, you know what I mean? And there's so much wildness going on that you could totally miss the point Mm -hmm. of like, what was this? And that's the, I think that's the biggest knock on the movie is that 
it's the same thing that I love about it, that it was like, let's just get crazy. Let's just get wild. Yeah. But in it, the story got lost in a lot of zombie movies at least have some sort of like complete thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so the whole stakes of the movie kind of like dwindled off at the end mm-hmm. when it was kind of like, okay, you know, but again, at the same time, I would say that this is the Zack Snyder that I really like. Sure. I yeah. like this version of him. The he's version where fun. he's not he's not trying to do what he's doing with Justice League. I got something to say. Mm-hmm. I have a point I want to make. Because if he had done what he I, I literally was watching this and I was like, what was he doing on Justice League? Mm-hmm. What was he doing on Justice League? Like yeah, if yeah. he had done this for Justice League, mm-hmm. I think it, it would have at least would have been a choice that was like a little bit more digestible. He made Justice League so complicated yeah. and so convoluted for people who even love the stuff. We even we were kind of like four hours for this. Like, I mean, it's better than the first one, but like, yeah, still it was kind of just like in all of this, it's like that movie was so overloaded with like bloat. Yeah. That the point of the movie wasn't really there where this one, I think even though it's a little bit on the other side, it's like, I'm not trying to say a lot. I'm just trying to give you enough for me to, for me to, you know, this is Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy's tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think you're, tiger. I think you were totally right. The, the best this movie has to offer is how ridiculous the plot is and how quickly they get into it. And zombie tiger, you know, it's like, it's fun. Don't think too hard about it. It's just fun. Right. And it is. There's a lot of fun in this movie. The zombie tiger just kicks ass, man. Like I, I, it looks cool. The, uh, you know, the, the, the color of the, the set and, and everything looks cool. I like the zombie queen. She's like a showgirl or like an Amazon Mm -hmm. princess Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. that, that was dope. Whatever. I wish the zombie king was more foreboding or interesting. Like he got a mask and I was like, oh, okay. And he's kind of got like a Tetsuo cape. Did you notice that? I noticed. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really get him eat. Like, again, that's another example of Yeah, but I wish there was more happening there. Yeah. I wish that you had fleshed that out a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. But then it's like, do you want Zack Snyder to flesh that out more? Because then it turns into a whole deep metaphor on life and what does leadership mean? Yeah. And, it's, and you're like, no, 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 just just blow his head off. I just want it, <laughs> honestly. So it's like, I just wanted which one these, do you want? I wanted the zombie king to look more iconic. I, w- I want to see the zombie king and I want to recognize immediately, oh, that's the zombie king from Army of the Dead. But, you know, he was just kind of a, a kind of buff conan looking undead fella and that was kind of it yeah um so the things that i have complained about were not my major detractor for this entire there's film. more yes we have to talk about the biggest ugliest worst thing to grapple with which is the way it's shot so i mentioned that Zack snyder was the cinematographer Zack Snyder, uh, this I think was his first digital movie. Uh, usually he, he shoots on film and he has a lot of pride in that. And, uh, Ak, I, sp- I spent a lot of time like listening to interviews and, and, uh, watching Zack Snyder speak about this project okay. I, because I, okay. I had some fun in this movie. I don't want to know what he was taking with him into this production. The thing that I, I had the most trouble with 
more than anything else in this movie is I hated looking at it because he shoots it in a specific depth of field where there is, it's almost a misnomer to say that there is no depth of field. You can see one dude and everything else is a bokeh effect or blurry in the background. This is hmm. like the, the weirdest, most shallow looking film i have ever seen sometimes you see this in movies where you know one character in the foreground stands out and stuff behind them is blurred yeah. out in this case yeah. all you i mean like the the depth of field is so shallow that even somebody's arm on their own body is already blurred out you know if you go back and you watch this movie again it kind of looks like everything behind batista is just covered in vaseline <laughs> you know Every scene, except for some scenes that point out specifically, like they must have used different cameras, I guess, because they don't, you know, you can see stuff, some of them very clearly and others not. So I listened to Snyder talk about why he, he did this one first time he had ever been the cinematographer on his own movie. And let me just say, there's a reason why cinematographers are professionals because <laughs> they know what they're doing. They get paid the big bucks for a reason. You know, they know what they're doing. And so if you let the, the guy who is just playing for funsies take over, he's going to make some rookie mistakes. And this is the kind of thing that I would watch this and say, this, it doesn't make sense. It's way too blurry. I get what he wanted to do, which he states he wanted it to be very claustrophobic one, because it's a zombie movie. Got it. And two, he just thinks it looks cool. And that is the Zack Snyder justification for anything. It's a, just, a lot. It's just cool. Looks cool, right? And don't let me knock that, but I'm not a fan. I hated looking at this movie. And in some cases, I was wondering, now, was this an effect done intentionally because they had so many re-edits they had to do? Tig Notaro was not in the original cut of this movie at all. So they had to green screen an entire actor oh, yeah, into I heard every about that. scene I heard about that she's that. in. And I really enjoyed Tignataro and what she's bringing to it because she's very nonchalant. She like doesn't give a shit about anything. They're like, hey, uh, we want you to do this job. And she says, yeah, sure. Don't you want to know about it? No, nah, I don't really care. No. I thought that no. was hysterical. I thought, like, it's I like really a half a million enjoyed, dollars or a million dollars? I really enjoyed that. I'm good. But um, I wondered, you know, did they need to employ this tactic because they need to make it look like she's there and we would see the seams because the green screen or something like that. But no, it was just Zack Snyder, you know, having some fun with these old lenses and they're super blurry. I felt like I was going nuts. Like I already wear glasses. You wear glasses. Everything's yeah. already out of focus for me. Don't do that on purpose. <laughs> it's just Yo, too Adam, much. You, you, you. This is the version of it's Adam much, that I bro. don't get that often. I, it's too much. I was so mad about the way this film looks. So what I was left with was references to movies I'd rather be watching. Okay, whatever. Original ideas that didn't get explored. Well, that's a shame. And the whole movie just looks like it was rubbed with Vaseline. You can't even focus on nothing. So, I didn't even notice. I'm keeping real with you. I, I want to. I'm, I'm going to pull didn't up. Even notice. While we're talking here, I'm just going to like pull up a, a screen from the movie so we can take a look at this together. And then we're okay. like, I want to take a look, it, folks. If you're at home and you're listening to this, you can pull this up on Netflix. You know, virtually any frame. Take a look at a close-up shot or whatever. Everything behind Dave Batista's big head is completely blurred out. I'm going to drop a link into our Zoom so you can take a look at this. I m Movies don't do this for a reason because you want to see what's going on <laughs> in the movie. Oh, man. Right, Old man Adam. Take a look at this image here. All right. Okay. All right. Let's All take right, a look at this Drop that image. in the chat. 
Got it. Zombie lady. Okay, I'm looking at it. Now take a look at the, you know, the frame, the hair, right. the shoulder. Got pad, it. Right? Yep. What what can we see in focus? Uh a face. The eyes, the nose, and the like G- definitely definitely giving uh zombie queen uh energy. Yeah. But the shoulder pads, you see that totally out Adam. of focus. You woke up today. The entire movie. The entire chose, movie looks like this. And chose violence. I chose no. Came, Zack Snyder woke up and here. he chose Vaseline. And I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it. This is not what I movies ought to look any like. Of this. Like, listen, man. You're enti- you're entitled. You're entitled. Like, I have no criti- Listen, it, this is your this is your review. I hate it. I just gotta say, I didn't notice any of this because, because I was so wrapped up. Because you're having in, fun, yeah, having right. fun. But the, so, I mean, that's the that's the thing. If if I was having more fun, if it was doing more for me, I wouldn't have drilled down on this stuff so hard. But I wasn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like you start to fo- you you nitpick right. when stuff. You're like, uh, I'm that's looking true. at my phone. That's, true. that's exactly I'm, what you do. Yeah, but um, but in this case, I just. I, I could not stand the way it was shot. And when I found out Zack Snyder filmed, did the cinematography and it was the first time he had ever done such a thing, I thought, oh, that makes I knew it. perfect sense. <laughs> like, I knew it. Yes. And I, I just couldn't stand that. I, I really hated the way this movie looked. And I felt like, what a bummer, because when it was colorful and fun, you know, it was, it was pretty sick. The designs, the the zombie tiger, like I said, that opening montage, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly like the beginning where we see, you know, all hell breaking loose in the casino and, you know, the bloodbath literally of that dude just like spouting right. blood all over this right. like Bellagio bathroom. There's a lot of stuff to be had that I really enjoyed. And then I feel like the movie kept getting in its own way. And I was thinking, oh, I guess that's what Zack Snyder does. So the best thing about I it is so. that it like doesn't really care very much. It's just silly and stupid fun. And I think that's great. I just wish, you know, this this is often what happens with any uh, visionary, let's say. Someone makes a lot of decisions and not a lot of people are in the room to say, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you're George Lucas, you're whoever, whomever. you Tedderis. He should just hire you. Nah, all Zach, right. We figured it out. <laughs> we figured it out. Uh, Zach Snyder yeah. should hire Adam June Tedderus. Now, That's right. a particular version of Adam. That's right. He needs to get old man yells at cloud Adam in that writer's room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hire you as a producer and get get himself, you know, whipped into shape. I don't want to be cocky, but I know for a fact I can make this film better. All right. <laughs> and I and listen, I one million percent believe that you are one million percent serious. <laughs> there's no there's no just sarcasm in that. You really ladies and gentlemen, that is a honest comment. Yes. That man one hundred percent means that. So that Zach Snyder would say, Mr. Tedris, should I uh do the focus uh should this be out of focus or in focus? What do you think? And I would say, Zach, step away from the camera. All right. Let me get a professional over here. Okay, now we're good. We got a better movie. That's it. Game. That, that's how I fix Game. it. Yeah. We fi- we figured it out. But, Adam just needs to be hired on every Zack Snyder project moving forward, and the world will be better. Of which all there for will be many. So let let's state this yeah. as well. There is a I would prequel. Be surprised if there's a sequel to this. There's a prequel and a sequel already in production. Really? So, so you know when you and I complain, like we, you know, we didn't see Ooh. these ideas fleshed out enough. That's because they're being <laughs> withheld 
for the next installment. This is franchise. So the next movie, the one that is in production presently, is a prequel, get this, focused exclusively on the lock guy, the guy who who breaks in the locks. What? It's a prequel. Why do they think about I want him? That? Yeah, I don't know. But that is the one. And then, of course, there's going to that's be... That's the next movie? That's the, the next... next what did you say it was? It's Not only is this... It's a prequel. That's going to be a movie and it's a prequel. This is also going to be an anime and a comic, Octavius. It's getting the full treatment. Air thing. Let's go. So I think a lot of the time, you know, this stuff gets withheld is because they know they're just going to give it to you in this second installment or, you know, in the size story or what have you. We see that Omari Hardwick survived and he got yep. bit. So we know there's another yep. movie coming, you know, leaving Vegas, mm-hmm. ha, leaving Las Vegas. That's a Nick Cage movie uh, going somewhere else. So, you know, we know that stuff is coming and I recognize this is just the way the movie making works. You know, you have to make something stick around and make money for a long time. I get it. But it also does mean, you know, it's, it's annoying because we can say there wasn't enough explored here. And then somebody will say, ah, you will see it in the sequel. I'm like, can't you just make a good movie though? One good movie. So well, this, mo- this movie falls apart like a zombie in the desert sun for me. <laughs> those your final. Those your final words. Yeah, yeah. I, those are my final words. This let for me. me let my me review. Mine. My experience was one of those dried up zombies sitting out in the sun, no rain, just waiting for just, the rain of a better movie to come and reanimate for you. The rain of Adam Tedderus's professional. Definitely not amateur <laughs> touch to make this into a cinema classic. Here are my final words on this, and Please. then we're going to get into letter grades. My final words on this is I had a doggone good time watching this movie, uh-huh. and I feel like it did what it was supposed to do. Give me a fun time at the movies, at home. Give me a time to take my mind off of stuff. A story, a story that's simple, and if you leave it like that, you get what you're supposed to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I think this is the Zack Snyder that I like most. Yeah. And this serves its purpose. Like, we've talked before about certain kinds of music, just to be specific, music that is more vibe or or feeling than his lyrics, and it's Skittles. Sure. Who mm-hmm. doesn't like Skittles? Skittles are delicious. Mm-hmm. Are Skittles great in nutritional value? No. Are Skittles like the best macronutrient? Ba- no. But you get a handful of Skittles, you you pop them, you eat them, you chew them up, and you're like, man, this is good. This movie was Skittles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it did what it was. It did what Skittles was supposed to do. Okay. Give me that sugar rush that I would enjoy, and every now and then. You need that. Mm-hmm. You need that. So I enjoyed it very much. All right. So All let's right. go to letter grades. What do you got? What do you got for a grade? I, I cannot wait to hear this. So internet, <laughs> just so you know how we do letter grades, we do grading system A B C D F A. One of the best movies you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the scale, F. One of the worst movies you've ever seen in your life. So A. Best movies, B, above average, C, average, D, below average, F, worst movie, one of the worst movies you've ever seen. To me, and I think Adam agrees, the average movies, most movies that you see are C's. So we're not, we don't grade movies on the like, you know, how parents grade their kids. A's or nothing. Like, no, most movies, most movies are not A's. Mm-hmm. 
You see yeah. very, I believe you see very few A's and F's in your life. Hmm. Much, much less A's in your life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. letter grade, Adam, what do you got? Uh, but, well, let me say, you were making a food analogy, so I just want to submit this. For me, this- Oh, okay. All right. This is not Skittles. This is uh, uh, like a, let, this is Doritos that tastes like another food. You know, like, you know how sometimes they make Pringles that taste like uh, Thanksgiving dinner, something like that. You know, <laughs> that kind of gimmick. The, la- the Lay's joints? Yeah, 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 yeah. About. But I'm, so yeah. like, this is like Doritos. Buffalo wing Lay's. Right. I do not want Buffalo wing Lay's. I'm I don't say, want those at all. I'm going to say this is, there is a taco flavored Doritos, right? And it's like, they taste like tacos. And I eat right. them and I'm like, I see the influence in, from other things. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm slightly annoyed that you spent so much time and money, and the best you could <laughs> deliver me was Doritos. And when I eat them, I think like this does kind of remind me of tacos, but I'd rather just have tacos instead mm. of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, that means I have to give it a D for Dorito. Um, this wow. is this is a D, <laughs> a solid D. I have fun. Oh man, I have fun. I'm I'm going to agree with you here. On the Zack Snyder bit. This is the Zack Snyder that I like. He is carefree. He's having fun. He's just doing wild stuff because it looks cool and it is cool. I want more control over his indulgence. If this, I'll I'll say, I will give this a higher letter grade if Zack Snyder did not shoot it. If he was not the cinematographer, I would immediately give it a higher grade. If Zack Snyder did not rub Vaseline all over the lens, it'd have a higher grade from Adam. I would say, bro, let me give you a little towel like to clean your glasses. Let me wipe this lens off. It's Mm -hmm. a a C minus. That's what I would do. But uh, I didn't have the chance, so it's a a D for me. I'm going C plus. C plus. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're on for the franchise. You're ready for Army of the Dead Dose. Let me tell you something. I expect this franchise to go downhill from here. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Let's be I expect this thing to spiral out of control. <laughs> like, okay. I think, I, I mean, if, because for me, Zack Snyder is kind of like, I don't know, like hit or miss. What's he going to do? I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it could be, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like this is good. I, I enjoy this. More of this, please. Mm-hmm. I don't like when you tell me, oh, yeah, and there's five more things like we have seen that two of our favorite genres. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not, not maybe maybe not but two of your favorites, Star Wars and, and MCU. Would you agree? Those mm-hmm. are some of the favorites. Sure. Yeah. Even in those. The MCU is an anomaly. Yeah. Star Wars, which we like very much. Great stuff. Terrible stuff, middle stuff, kind of, sort of, up, down, left, right, A, B, select, start. Like, it's all kinds of stuff. That's right. You now know? You got, now you got 99 rockets, right? That's the canonical right. code. So, whenever you take something that's pretty good and then you go, let's make 10 more things out of it. What I just go is, oh, man, the thing that was pretty good, I'm pretty sure you just diluted it times It's 10. too much. It's too much. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? So, that's the thing that makes me go, oh, you got a comic book, an anime, a TV show, a prequel, a sequel, a this or that. Ah, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, that's a lot. It's a lot. I think if you really, I don't know. So that's where I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm down for it until it's not. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just so but we're clear. Know. Just so we're clear. Netflix has already announced that they have greenlit two prequels to Army of the Dead. Another movie, which will be a sequel, and an anime spinoff. All right. 
We already I'm, got that. Let's let's check it out. Mm-hmm. So I will also add this. You know, uh, I like I like Dawn of the Dead 2004. That that was Zack Snyder's first movie. I enjoyed that. Like I said, I already liked Dawn of the Dead. Romero stuff is great, but I actually think that Zack Snyder had a, a lot of fun approaching this with a modern sense. There's there's some good stuff in that. I will I will point out a major difference here. The screenplay of the 2004 Dawn of the Dead that Zack Snyder did was written by mm-hmm. James Gunn. The screenplay oh. was written by James Gunn. So I think Zack Snyder is a terrific collaborator who makes things look cool and feel good like a video game. You know, it's just like moves in a certain way. He's got his flavor, hated or mm-hmm. or, or, or not. You know, it's right. his vibe. And I think he's really capable of that. In this case... I think he played too many roles. And uh, if this was a more collaborative John, then then maybe some of those things could get picked up on and it explored more. But uh, it wasn't. Zack Snyder was in charge of this one. You know, on the page, on the camera, and directing it. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, I, th- I see so potential. Gotta, I don't want to hate on him. I see potential for this man. I see the talent. I get it. Did you catch the Easter egg in the movie, by the way? The Snyder Cut? Which one? Which one? When they break no. into the, uh, when they finally break into the vault on the left-hand side immediately, there are film containers. It's the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah. I know you love that. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, honestly, I will be- I know I you were be... just like, you son of a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, dead ass. I, I think that's fun. I, You know, look, I, I think that's fun. He's having fun here. And I appreciate stuff like that. I genuinely do. Um, but, you know, that- that that segment was kind of on its own. It didn't other other scenes didn't really do the same thing. Plus, I don't know how any of these guys are afraid of zombies. Period. When every single one that they encounter, it was a headshot. They just put them down instantly. These are like the most expert. These guys expert shot commandos. amazing shots. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I'm not like we're not into that. I'm too busy eating popcorn. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm too busy just letting the foolishness wash over me. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's internet. A D for me. It's a C plus. Yeah, C from plus. Octavius, a D from Adam, a C plus from Octavius. We want to know what y'all think too. Correct, internet. What did you think of 2021 Army of the Dead, written, directed, and cinematographer, writer, yeah. director, and cinematographer Zachariah Snyder? That's right. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? At Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis. Let us know what you guys thought of this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's all we got. I think that's Last all we word. got. Uh, Anything else, Adam? No, I think just like Army of the Dead ought to, we should close the book on this and never revisit it. Uh, (laughs) I think it has only enough steam for one installment and nothing else. So, yes. They're going to squeeze this this dry. That's right. Yeah. Uh For every dime they can get out of it. Uh Internet, that's it. We'll be back as soon as we have something else worth talking about. (laughs) And I'm sure there'll be plenty next week. Uh, Until then, we love y'all. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 